Okay. Okay, I read In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. Wait, hold on. Is it Capote? And now I'm second guessing. It's Capote, isn't it? Wait, who are you? Not Capote? It, it's a... I swear it's Capote. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Capote because Capote is just a little weird. Sound I need to check. Not that. That's how Because I'm going to be saying it. Software. Yeah, Capote. Okay. Okay. Um... I read The Good Nurse by Charles Graber. I read Killers of the Flower Moon by David Gran. Alrighty. Um, yeah. I thought my book was very interesting. It had a, had a lot of details. That was like a lot to catch up with, but I don't know how you guys like yours. Yeah, I really liked my book because it was like, even though it was like kind of slow at parts, it was always like it was still always moving, so I kind of appreciated that about his writing. Nolly, I okay. I really liked my book. It was such a good book. Like everything about it, the history, and like overall everything was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned like the history. Mine didn't really have like history, but it definitely went a lot into like. Um, the background of the serial killer, which was Charles Cullen in my book. And he really emphasized, like, what molded him into, like, the person he is today, which was very interesting because, like, you, like I saw myself, like, originally, like, sympathizing with him, which is, like, not good. But by the end, I was definitely, like, whoa. And it was, like, I don't know. That part of it was crazy. Okay. I don't know about... Like, how was your guys' books, like, kind of formatted? Because for mine, I had, so it was, like, a total of four parts, but it varied between perspectives of, like, like the head investigator of the case, um, the two murderers, and then, like, the family who was eventually murdered. So, like, at the beginning of the book, they had the family's perspectives, and then they had, like, and then throughout the book, they had the murderers and then the investigators. Because the family's perspective stopped. Yeah, I read your book, Shreya, and yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, That was relevant, but yeah. Um, Mine was actually really similar to to mine. It was, I mean, yours was actually really similar similar to mine. It had three parts. The first part was, like, like, a family, like, the main family that was involved with the murders, and then the second part was basically the FBI's investigation of the murders and the trial. And then the third part was basically the author and his own investigation, like how he took it further and actually visited the families now. Yeah, Uh, yeah, mine was also similar with like the whole like family of like the victims thing. Uh, My book was definitely just like giving a voice to the victims, uh, families, because um, it like, started off with like saying that this was like very hard for them to do because of like legal issues or something so that was a little crazy to start off the book with and then apparently that uh charles Cullen, once again my the serial killer of the book would only talk to uh charles graber like he didn't talk to like a lot of press or anything so like this book is like really like one of the main sources of this whole case so Mine, like... It's pretty cool, man. So, yeah, mine kind of just describes the whole, like, plotline. It was still, like, third-person perspective, so it wasn't ever, like, a first, 
person account of like the the plot and like the events but it was since it's third perspective they just gave like they literally gave all the details which um that's what I liked about this book because even though it's non-fiction it wasn't just like a complete documentation of the facts it was like they still he still made it like intriguing to read and I just really liked his writing in general so that was kind of something I found interesting yeah, I also agree. I like the writing in general of mine, too. Um, do you want to, like, start talking about, like, the central ideas within the book? Yeah, sure. Like, what it was kind of, like, based off of? Mm-hmm. Um, I can, like, start with mine, I guess. Yeah. Um, a very consistent theme of The Good Nurse is poisoning and attempted suicides. Um, because that's how he killed most of the people was with uh, an overdose of insulin or, like, just, like, common drugs that, like, wouldn't be suspicious, like, almost. Like, most of the time, the patient was already, like, on that, like, pain medication or just, like, low levels. But then he would, like, sneak in there and inject them with um, an overdose, basically. And then attempted suicides because... Uh, once again, like, going back to the how, like, what molded him into doing what he did is his, like, childhood. And very early on, like, at nine years old, I wrote this note down because this is crazy to me. Uh, he attempted to, he attempted suicide because he, like, grew up in a, around a very, like, aggressive family. He was, like, the youngest of eight children. And, um... At one point, he tried to, like, kill one of his, like, sister's boyfriends with bladder fluid, which was unsuccessful. And so he tried to kill himself at nine years old with his chemistry kit, and he drank the chemicals. But it didn't obviously do anything. It just made him very sick. And that was just kind of a warning light for me that stuff was about to go down. That is crazy. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. That's kind of pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, I'll just go ahead and go with uh my book and um I found like the main one that I would definitely find was the most prominent was definitely like fate and destiny because like well, mostly just the concept of time because because of all like the perspectives that this book gave, a lot of it was like a lot of it used parallelism and it was like the murderers might be talking about something and then the same thing might be going down in the family or something like that. That was just an example. But um, there is this one part of the book which I found very, like, interesting and was, like, kind of an overarching concept in the book. But it was, like... um, So the two murderers' names are Dick and Perry. So Perry's talking about how... um, He also had killed somebody... um, in his past before so he's kind of relating that to the current events and he was saying that like since they killed these four people in the family mr clutter mrs clutter nancy Kenyon, um and i think that's it um they killed all these four people and they're like there's no way that we can't that something bad won't happen to us because like it was such a gruesome act of murder that they did and he was just kind of like he always talked about how it was like 
very unlikely that nothing bad would happen to them. And I feel like that was definitely something that was um, consistently talked about in the book. And I'm pretty sure that's what Capote was trying to get at. And kind of just like how, like, I mean, I guess you could say karma, like you can't really get away with anything that bad. That was like just an example, but I feel like that was definitely something he was trying to get at. And yeah, that's pretty much it for the main concept. Cool. Um, um, okay, so uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, like its central idea was around the, what's it called? The Reign of Terror in the 1920s, which was basically like a mass murder of uh, Native Americans. Are are you laughing? (laughs) What? No. (laughs) Uh, Cock. So anyway, um, so the Osages, I think, um, they were basically on top of a massive oil reserve and the government would give them like massive amounts of money for them. So they were known as the the rich reds because they had like mansions and cars and everything so the government though like viewed them as like still natives and they didn't allow them to control their own money so they would give them like white representatives to like so and they were the ones who controlled their money basically i hope you know what i mean yeah okay yeah, and then the guardians, uh, the representatives, would eventually like kill um, the ones they had control of the money to gain their money. So yeah. Oh, and then the other main idea would be um, uh, about the corrupt justice system, because like uh, during yeah. the trials of the murders, um, the whites would eventually bribe the justice system and all the judges into favoring them which was yeah um i don't know if you're done talking were you done talking um yeah mine also went really deep into like the flaws of the justice system maybe not like the justice system itself but like within the hospitals like especially um the laws were just like not there so um he was able to like easily be able to move borders of states and like no records were really like transferred over that like he had like a lot of suspicious deaths reported about him and uh based off of this uh it like changed laws in like 37 states like just based off of like incidences like this because one thing i found very interesting was that all the hospitals would give him a good recommendation like when he switched jobs just because they wanted to, like, avoid a lawsuit. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that was terrible. That wasn't really... Oh, okay. I also had something... Go ahead, Nolly. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I also had something to relate to um, your book. McKenna. Mine? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, about the <laughs> poisoning. Okay, about the poisoning... Um, uh-huh. Most of the Native Americans were poisoned by moon moonshine, bootlegged um, mm. moonshine, and they also tried to sneak in poison for insulin in one of the main characters. Oh, so, interesting coincidence. That's very similar to mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
true. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Um, I was just gonna say because like one of the reasons we did this crime is so like we could compare like how each book kind of went about this whole this topic. So for mine, mine was really like the justice system and like the court cases. They were really not like controversial or like anything like that anyway because it's pretty solid case because um like all the facts were there all the evidence was there there was really no like even the defendants um if i'm remembering correctly um their um the lawyers for them were like it's not an easy case because um it's not an easy case because all all of this evidence like they're basically just admitting to these murders so that's what I just thought was different from your guys is because you were talking about how like there was a lot of information about like the justice system, but mine was really nothing like that. Um, just to give a little info on the differences between our books. Yeah, for sure. Cause mine was, it wasn't, I wouldn't say definitely like a hard case to like, but like it was definitely once they found evidence, it was pretty easy to find at least, like, one murder of his, which was enough to, like, get him in jail for, like, a good amount of time. And he actually ended up getting served, like, 11 life sentences and no parole until the year 2403. I can't even like, comprehend that. And then, so, it basically just the major part was, like, trying to find substantial evidence that wasn't like circumstantial that could definitely prove that he did this. So I don't know if that was a problem in Nolly's because. Yeah, it, it actually was, but mine, like throughout most of the entire book, there was no leads, no evidence. And I like, I was so confused how they actually figured it out. And then once they did, like they figured it out, like in paper, like, what was going on, like, the specific person that was getting all of the money from the dead people, um, they had to go, like, through multiple witnesses that were dying over and over. So they had to find a live witness to actually report um, the their evidence, like, support their evidence. Yeah, that's actually kind of... That kind of goes off with mine because um, the thing with uh, the case was that they Dick and Perry both went to Kansas City and they like committed the murder because they had actually gotten the information about that family um, from one of like Dick's cellmates or something. And oh wait, I should probably like preface this and say that um, the book already starts off by saying who killed the two who killed the family, the two murderers who killed the family. The real mystery that, like, the reader has to, like, that the reader also, like, goes on a journey with, or, like, they're trying to, like, understand um, who, or, like, the motive behind the murders. Because we only know, like, okay, these two people killed the family, but we don't know why. We don't know, like, what's the correlation between these two groups. So that's kind of, like, the mystery for the reader. But we do know, like, who committed the murders so that's that's just what i want to say but going off of what nolly said um since dick and perry both went to kansas city just to find like money because that's what dick's cellmate said um they thought that there was like a lot of money and it was kind of like this whole confusing thing and then they went off to like a bunch of different states and they went to mexico they went to like all these different places so 
for like a major portion of the book, it was like Dewey, the investigator. He's like the perspective that I was talking about earlier. Um, Cause he has like no idea where these people could be because they're always thinking that the murderer is like amongst them. And like they're, they live in Kansas city. They're like, they're living with them, but they don't have any idea that they're not, they're like off in Mexico or whatnot. So that's just kind of something that I found similar to what Nolly was saying, because that was like definitely a major portion of the book that was kind of like difficult for the investigators because they had no idea where to look for and who to look for. Yeah. Um, going back to like the uh, live witness thing, um, it wasn't really like a witness, but at one of the hospitals, uh, Charles met this nurse and they like really connected and when like investigators went to her and like told them like does she know anything about it like she initially didn't believe them that like he was a murderer because he definitely would be nice to people so that was like the hard thing for some to like understand was that he was like a vicious murderer murderer when like he was also simultaneously like very nice to people so um but once she saw the evidence, like, she knew the truth because there's, like, no way it could be anybody else. And then they used her as, like, a tool to, like, connect to him. And, like, eventually, like, how they got him to confess was, like, she went to him and they, like, had lunch somewhere. And then he, she was just, like, bluntly, like, I know what you did. Um, but they're trying to blame it for me, it, like, blame it on me. So I just want you to know that and so eventually he didn't want her to be blamed for something that he did and he turned himself in uh so that was interesting in my case spoiler i'm just kidding spoiler but this whole thing is a spoiler um should we move on to like the next yeah because i think we have eight minutes left until it cuts off at 30 minutes, I think. And we're at yeah. 22 minutes, so. Yeah, I think we should just, like, finish off, or not finish off, but probably squeeze in one or two more um, prompts. Yeah, I agree. Um, so you kind of talk about specific passages, controversial. Did we, we, got, we talked about that, kind of. Author's craft, prior information. Did you guys, like, know anything about like anything about your book before you read it no okay so i actually had no clue about anything from this book and i was like really surprised while i read it and then one of the author like the author commented that why this like reign of terror this mass murder wasn't documented in any of the textbooks and i thought that was like just pretty interesting because usually they are like more yeah deal. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, I really didn't know anything about this because, I mean, I didn't, like, research it. I mean, I only just read, like, the synopsis of the book when I was choosing it, but it's pretty much about it, and that doesn't really give away much information other than, like, the basic stuff. So, I would say I didn't have much prior knowledge. What about you, McKenna? Yeah, I agree. Like I said before, uh, this source, like, this book was the main source of information about this case. So, like, it. It did get, like, a couple, I think it got, like, a 60-minute, uh, like, that show, like, 
episode on that, but that's it. And I didn't watch that, so like I don't know. Like you, I just read the synopsis and was like, I'm gonna read that one. Okay, what's the um? Do you guys have any like connections that you can like make to like your own life or like important? I don't know. It says, what connections did you make between the book and your own life, society, global issues, other subjects, etc.? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think I can. No, I don't really. I don't think I can make any connections. I mean, it's kind of hard, especially with this being like criminal. Like, yeah. Yeah, yours is like. No experience yeah. with this. Um, mine was just, like, more, like, vaguely, which is just kind of, like, a theme. I think it's important for, like, everybody to, like, know that most of the time medical professionals are there to help, but you should also just do your research before you, um, like, get a surgery done or, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, know who your doctors are because sometimes in instances like these like don't trust everybody because they don't all have the same intentions i don't i can't connect that to my own life as it happened but i do but like that's just like a general yeah. theme that i got yeah, I feel out like of it's it. more like the central ideas like we were talking about before that could yeah it's not, not a connection like, but the more detailed stuff about it yeah um, are there any more? Oh, um, I thought uh, this book was similar to the uh, To Kill a Mockingbird because of its like controversial trial stage. I have a quote from two thirty three. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Would a jury of twelve white men ever punish another white man for killing an American Indian? Uh, dot dot dot. It is the question in mind whether this jury is considered a murder case or not. The question from that, from them to decide is whether a white man killing an Osage, Osage is murder or merely a cruelty to animals. I thought that was... Yeah. And then, okay, and after yeah. uh, one of the murderers who was accused was only seten- sentenced for six years in jail, and then he got out like who confessed to murder while um um this dude from earlier in the book who apparently this african-american dude who raped a girl was sentenced to death two days later i thought that was interesting yeah Yeah. and similar to the to kill a mockingbird yeah Yeah, i can see that why you were making that connection yeah i see it yeah. Are there any more like the prompts that she? Uh, no, I think we kind of talked about everything. So. Um. Yeah. Unless anybody wants to say anything else, I think we yeah, kind of covered either. everything. So. Oh, I have one more for Author's Craft real quick. Okay, so this author went through, like, years of research for um, this book. And then he got, like, he event got through the specific families of the people who were murdered and got, like, pictures of them. 
And I thought, like, throughout the book, it was easier for me to, like, actually visualize the people with the pictures and with quotes, too. Uh-huh. Um, who, like, at the end, he sourced, sourced, sourced each quote, which was, like, literally 40 pages. So I thought that made it easier for me to, like, for it to be, like, a more fictional story yeah. thing to, with the information. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, that's interesting you say, like, the pictures, because I also, when I was reading it, I, like, was interested, like, what does this guy look like? And I, like, looked up what he looked like, and I was like, huh. <laughs> and I was able to make that connection as well, so. Um, I'm just going to add one more thing about the... Okay, I we have, I think we have 40 seconds before it, like, okay. cuts off, so... We can just end it then. Mine's not that important. We can just... <laughs> okay. Yeah, we have like I a... don't know if you'll like cut I off. I don't know how. It works. Okay, I'm just, you know what? So. I'm just gonna add it in real quick. Um, so one thing that I found was really interesting okay. about um the murder was that Perry was like he's he's like the one that did most of the like killings, and um they were both sentenced to five years in jail or no they were, had life sentence so they spent five years on death row and then they were murdered and they were hung, and something that I found really interesting was that. Um, the investigator actually felt kind of empathetic towards Perry when he was being killed, which I thought was like completely different from what I would expect and from what anybody would expect after reading all these killings and like all the details. So that's just something I want to add. We have like mm-hmm. 10 seconds left. <laughs> yeah, this was great. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fun. Good, good discussion, guys. <laughs>